Monogamish podcast contains content intended for mature audiences. The views expressed here are for entertainment purposes only. Please enjoy the show. Hi, Ishes. Welcome back. Season four. Oh, wow. Back again. Here we go. I'm Justina. And I'm Kenji. And And we're we're monogamish. monogamish. And we get to give a huge shout out to producer Drew over here because without that, him doing all the work behind the scenes then this show wouldn't be able to go on like it has mm-hmm. for four seasons. I know. Nope. He does such good work. Oh, thank you very much. Shout out, Drew. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out, Drew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today... Oh, my God. I know. I've been so excited <sighs> because you you are part of the reason that we also decided to start up Seasons 4 again. For real. Yes. For real. Yes. For real. Yes. Because okay. you, people were coming to us like, I want to be on your show. I when know. can I get on? I love it. I'm a huge fan. And so we said, Jamila... Mm-hmm. Come and join us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's it. welcome Jamila. My girl. Right here. Right, right here. here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so we met you a couple years ago mm-hmm. um, at the office, I at believe. At the office. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. so you guys were dressed to the nines as usual. <laughs> okay. Appreciate Gorgeous. you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Gorgeous. Matching. And we struck up a conversation. We did. And I was like, for real? You do have you have a monogamish podcast? For real? Okay. And I think that would have been pre-COVID, mm-hmm. right? It was. That was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And I actually binged it through COVID. Okay. Hell yeah. I became wow. a huge fan through COVID. Well, I'm and glad we could entertain you. I know, well, right? I mean, it wasn't just right? entertaining. It was soothing. Aww. It was, oh, I'm not crazy. Oh, yes. A lot of these things make sense that other people are discussing and I am a part of this conversation as well mm. by having access to your podcast and I I don't I don't I don't I don't know um life started happening mm-hmm. I was like, how do I get back in touch with these humans and then sure enough right ask the universe and it fucking happened, it happened. <laughs> yes. right ask for what I want and somehow it finds me. right like, also <laughs> universe sure. I might need the winning lottery numbers yeah if right listening, if, if you're, you're listening, listening right hey also that's fine oh man we're not gonna universe okay. I don't need the winning lottery numbers I just need this podcast to take off so that I can make the same amount of money that I would win with those winning lottery yeah, numbers yeah for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go so we ran into you at the Share ball. Oh, we've been yes. promoting the share ball because the uh-huh. next one's coming up September 29th. Oh, I'm so man. excited. Right? Yes, everybody oh, get your tickets. We'll have a link that you can um, uh, access them in the description box mm-hmm. so you can make sure you join us for the next one. Absolutely. Um, but you got lucky enough to be invited up on stage as a panelist mm-hmm. during the event. Congratulations. And you killed it too, girl. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very and much. And I was like, oh my God, babe, it's Jamila. Because mm-hmm. it had been several years been since several we years. saw you. Right. And so afterwards, you came up to us and we set this up. And, you know, we've, we're excited because for us, this is going to actually be our first time hearing your story. Mm-hmm. And we yes. love that. Yes. We love that. Oh, my yes. God. Are you so where do you want to start? I mean, are we going back to oh, like I know. where like, I came from? Okay. So when a man and a woman love each other very much, mm-hmm. the man gets the woman drunk. We're going and that then far they back. make a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then me. That's you. That's me. <laughs> so I think I've been poly slash unicorny my entire life. Really? Um, I understand that there are rules and laws that I have to abide by in order to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. But there are things that I don't agree with that have more to do with my personal life that I'm not going to do. Okay. okay. So... Okay, drink or don't drink alcohol. How about I can decide what I want to drink when I don't want to drink? How about smoke or don't smoke weed? Okay, fine. How about I can make that decision on my own? Also, let's talk about relationships. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. What? Mm-hmm. Who makes those rules? I do. Yes. So my parents got divorced when I was young, and that was fine. My father at this exact point is probably on his like fourth or fifth marriage. Mm. <laughs> Who cares? Mm. But I know how that feels. Yeah. I have one of those. Yeah, right? <laughs> but my sisters and I all love each other. My mother is a traditionalist, and she just believes in love. I think that she was raised by other traditionalists. Oh, so yeah, for sure. For sure. Not going to break the mold, but she's not hating on anybody else. Good. You know what I mean? All she's right. like, okay, gay, straight, whatever. Do you want to smoke some weed? Whatever. Like, it's not Hell a big yeah. deal. So you make your own rules. In certain instances, and when it came to love and relationships, it was like, I'm sorry. As I get older, 
it is hard to be everything to one person. Mm. And I have too much life experience for someone to think that they can be everything to me. Like, okay, which, how many languages do you speak? Do you want to practice with me? No? Okay. How Do you want to dance? I want to go dancing. Oh, you have got three left feet? Okay, look, it's not a big deal, but that's what friends are for. That's what other relationships are for. And I think that there is a possibility to have your own polycule, have your own community mm. where you have your needs met and you all care for each other. And there's not a um, competitive nature. It's just, hey, this is... This is what we do. This is how we spend time. It's not really a big deal. And that was the way I started to see the world at a very young age. Okay. Um, when you say young, are you talking like still in school young? You I, would say, about I like... would probably say still in school young. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I prob- I lost my virginity a little bit later Okay. than others, but I was just as like understanding with myself at that age that okay. I am now. I was just, mm-hmm. oh, people are talking a lot about sex. I know how to orgasm. I know how to masturbate. I have known this since I had two hands in the internet. <laughs> and since I was born in 86, that's essentially mechanism. Boom. Yep. Boom. There you go. There you go. Right? So it was like, all right, well, I'll just find somebody that I trust and see what happens. Okay. And so I found a person that I trusted and I told him what the deal was he was like okay I'll make this as special for you as possible I was like great and so we did it and I remember laying on the bed and thinking to myself like are there supposed to be fireworks or something I don't I don't know Mm -hmm. it didn't didn't feel the same as when I was pleasuring myself right no I'll get you fireworks you want fireworks I'll get you fireworks but I wasn't disappointed it was just like okay now that I've gotten past that here we go. Mm-hmm. And right. after that, it was just, okay, when I want it, I can have it. But my body is the playland, not somebody else's playland. So I get to have fun. I must make sure that they respect me. I must make sure that I'm in being enjoyed the way that I like to be enjoyed. And then everything else can proceed in a more of a, I would say, like more of a sensual, like accommodating, enjoying relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where... We're not in beholden to each other, but also, yeah, I'm not gonna betray you. I've got your back. So okay. cool. that was how okay. I rolled. Like okay. that's how this kind of how I've always been. Um my first sorry, my second year overseas, I met this couple and I was unicorning before I had a word for it. Oh wow. And so so would you say that at this point we always talk about it on the show? You have a hoe face, right? Everybody has their hoe face where they just go a little crazy and they're like, ooh, I want to try that. 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 Is this during your like hoe phase that you discover that I'm a unicorn but don't know the name of it? I wouldn't call it a hoe phase, but probably. Okay. 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 But probably I was definitely flexing. So after I graduated, after I graduated undergrad, um, I was in South Korea for like, two months i was in turkey for a year and i (laughs) i might need to tell you this joke okay all right right, so my my keeper who i will not name by name it's a common enough name i don't want to betray her i my keeper she was like you're missing out on turkish men and i'm like what are you talking about turkish men are like all men i don't I don't see what the big deal is. She's like, no, Turkish men are different. So it's like, okay. Because I had already lost my virginity. (laughs) And I was ready to figure out what was up. So they would just talk to me because I'm like a snowman in the winter to them. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm I'm, I'm so foreign. And um, I started taking a survey. And I asked her later. I was like, okay, so I don't understand. Like, do their dicks point to mecca like what's so special like they're not a certain size there's there's nothing special about them and she's like no they're special i was like okay so i was definitely sleeping around in turkey and then after that i ended up in dubai i met this couple and i was unicorning before i knew what unicorning was unicorning okay mm-hmm. and uh, we've had a long-standing relationship i really so i stood at their wedding as bridesmaid and we talk and text all the time like we're, wow. just, we're just really solid and so before i knew what the language was i was definitely doing that 
Um, I moved around for a while. I So you didn't just sleep with them. This wasn't just a one-time thing. This no. was a relationship. This was mm-hmm. a relationship. And this that is, you still this have. Is. This is. Okay. This is actively. Okay. Oh. Pause. Pause. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is an active relationship. Wow. We, um, they have a daughter named Rain Indica. And she is barely two. And I gave them a whole bunch of shit because I was like, I'm sorry. She's late, so you called her Indica. But if she had been early, if you called her Sativa, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Rain Sativa, I'm I'm confused. Um, Anyway, (laughs) they came to visit. I've met her. She's such a happy baby. Oh, wow. Um, So you see them frequently? Frequently. Oh, Oh, wow. um, So this has been like a 15 ish year relationship wow we're just we love each other as human beings and And, uh, so obviously they're poly on some level do they have multiple other partners not to my knowledge okay that's incredible that you guys right maintain that close because you just had a bond we have a bond um i know and respect their couple dynamic Okay. And I, and also as a consummate unicorn, I'm very well aware of couple talk. So they can have their own conversations about this, that, or whatever. This, these are the rules. You're breaking the rules, or let's readjust, or let's bring her in, et cetera, et cetera. But the two of them have never left me out as an equal part. And oh, wow. they don't actually have to do that. I'm, mm-hmm. they've known each other way longer than I have. Right. And so they don't owe me that. But, they have always included me in terms of, hey, do you want to go to Ethiopia? And I'm like, wow. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The or, respect. No, wow. we, we did. We did. We went to South Africa together and ended up being stranded in Ethiopia for like two nights. Oh, wow. And so wow. we were in Addis Ababa and... I'm looking around. I'm, I'm looking around the hotel room with the two of them. Like, okay, so I'm the black person. Y'all two white people. Like, what? Which right. type of shenanigans are we gonna get into tonight? And they're like, <laughs> oh, we got you. <laughs> and so we've had some great times together, but it was never a question of who is valued more. They literally just embraced me. So the fact that I didn't have the language for it, but I knew what I was doing, and it felt very natural, and I had people who were embracing me. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Should I continue? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I traveled to other countries over a number of years. And after the Rio Olympics, I found myself back in the U.S. because my family's here. Um, And it was 32nd birthday, I think. Um, Yes. 32nd birthday. I was like, oh, there must be more freaky people like me out there. So I started doing Google searches. Right. Okay. And... Some of the things popped up like, "Have you ever been fucked in a truck station bathroom?" And I was like, <laughs> "What? No. Oh my God. What do they call that? Yuck! Um, oh, oh my God! Why would I do a that? Lot lizard. A lot lizard! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, no, like the, the reviews. And I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna do that by myself. What?" And then um, the ranch kept popping up. Oh, oh, right. Okay. And so I was like, "Okay, well." I'm bougie enough. This sounds like it might be right up my alley. What is this, a country club with naked people? Great. Yep, basically. Mm -hmm. Basically. (laughs) So on Friday the 13th. Okay. Phone party night. Of course. That was our first night too. Cheers to the phone party. Oh my God. Also, hashtag full moon. (laughs) Oh. I show up to the ranch by myself. A full moon on Friday the 13th and you thought, I'm going to go to a swingers club. I'm going to on my birthday as well. On my birthday. By myself. And I show up with two bottles of Troublemaker wine because wine is arbitrary. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Okay, make the bottle interesting, hopefully. Then I'll buy it. But what's inside is what I make of it so it's not a big deal mm-hmm. right. so like, yeah no I'm gonna get into trouble two bottles troublemaker wine so I show up at the ranch and I'm like I'm definitely gonna have a good time I'm determined right and I'm used to going places by myself anyway so I'm not daunted at least everybody speaks my language yeah and um I ended up meeting so many of the people who became anchors for me in my new community wow oh, that's awesome on that particular night that I, I would have. I, I would still tell my previous self, like, don't ever look back. This is this is so much fun. One, two, worth it. Like real people. And I've yes. all, and I've been so much safer 
in the poly swinger community than I have in the vanilla. Like I've oh, never right? I've, 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 I've been roofied exactly once. Yeah, and it was at a vanilla bar. Oh. I unfortunately got roofied at the ranch. Oh shit, well, oh, dude! I on her say, birthday, I, no. On her birthday, I should say I fortunately got roofied at the ranch because it turned out good. Because I, I would say unfortunately, because <laughs> he didn't realize I was roofied until the next day, and he was pissed. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that and he then, didn't know. And this is how we know she was roofied. Fucking drinking, right? Mm-hmm. And she, she's like. A lightweight, so she doesn't drink a whole lot. Okay, so, I don't really drink at all and, now, and dude. She had like one glass the whole fucking night. We, you know, we smoke weed, so it's like mm-hmm. you know. And she's sitting there, dying. she's talking to everybody. She sat down and had like forty-five minute conversation with this guy. Like, don't remember any like, of it. Real fucking like shit. To the, it, it struck this dude's core and shit. <laughs> He's just like, oh my god, Justina, thank you. I can't believe this. He was getting a divorce and shit. So and and. She's Yo. like, she's all, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Goes upstairs. We're downstairs. She goes upstairs. Fucking Doug comes flying. And he's bad. like, Kenji, Kenji, what, dude, Justina is fucking throwing up everywhere. And I'm all, what? Yeah, no. I said, what? You're, in the bathroom. Up. So oh, not no. everywhere. Not like in the but, club. Yeah, but, no. but in the bathroom. And I'm all. <laughs> no, but even then. Yeah. I'm it's all. traumatic. It's yeah. traumatic. And I'm like, I only had one drink, but I don't remember any of that part. So I don't remember the conversations i don't remember throwing up i don't remember any of that i just it was like a light switch goes off like i remember the start of the conversation with the guy Mm -hmm. and then i woke up the next day the next day at like six o'clock at night and that's all i remember like that whole it's crazy how it just like deletes your memory your memory (laughs) it's like and then you can't control all delete and get that shit back (laughs) it's gone what's what's crazy too is like i like I, I know who it is because it's this this guy was just acting like super shady there, and it wasn't like a regular guy. And, and yeah, he, he's, he's like only we been were there able once, to put you know we were able to put two and two together like yeah. the next day, and he was like I said so pissed like oh I would have taken so much more advantage of you had I known. <laughs> <laughs> it's like babe, put right? me in, coach. Yes. So now yes. put me in. So now whenever I leave somewhere and we're at a bar, I'll, I'll be like. Here, I'm gonna leave my drink here. You can roofie it. I'll yes, be back. Yes. <laughs> no, I remember. Where did you get roofied at? Um, oh shit. It was off Colfax across from where the previous Tom's Diner used to be. Oh, okay. Shit. There's yes. a there's a ramen place at the bottom. Mm-hmm. There's a club area up top. Mm-hmm. And a friend of ours was DJing. She was spinning. Okay. okay. And we had a whole bunch of our lifestylers there um to support. Because that's what we do. Yep. Right. And because we're a community. Because we're a community. Yes. And I remember later in the night, my homegirl was like, "Are you okay? I don't know. I don't normally fall off my heels this much because these are trusted shoes." Yeah. And she was like, "No, baby, are you sure you're okay?" It took me 20 more minutes, and then I was, I, I couldn't, I had no equilibrium. Yeah. Right. And so she caught me. You're not okay. And so I took my homeboy's keys and I went downstairs and I got in the back seat of his car and I was curled up in a ball and just slept. I'm on Colfax. This yes, is the worst right. place for yes. me to be. I should probably go back upstairs. Yes. But the doors were locked and I remember just thinking like, you know what, just ride it out, just ride it out, just ride it out. They come back two hours later after our friend's set and they've got bowls of ramen and rice. Hey, you hungry? You might feel better. You want some water? You might feel better. And sure enough, I was like nursed back to health. We decided to just put on all of our onesies and mm-hmm. go somewhere else because we didn't need to be there anymore. And it turned out I was in like the safest place I could have been. Yes. Oh, good. In that moment, because not just not just my homegirl initially, but everybody else was like, okay, mm-hmm. no, we got you. We know what you need. You want and- some quiet time? Take it. You want some food? Got you. Want some water? Done. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I would, but other than that, even though I've told you like that, I, that was the only place that I was roofied. And oddly enough, it was my 40th birthday too. <laughs> oh um, God. <laughs> You're not 40. Yes. <laughs> it was just, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. A year ago? Yeah. Can I, can um, I be like you? Right. I would 100% agree though that the vanilla 
side of things. Like I've been groped there. I've been, people just don't take no for an answer. You they don't ask for consent. There's no consent at all. Super aggressive. Right. And so I would say that overall, any lifestyle event and honestly, any like LGBTQ event. I mean, yes. we're in Colorado. Pride. We have Aurora shooting. We have Columbine. We've had multiple shootings. Mm-hmm. I, we get nervous about it, as I'm sure most of the country does anytime there's a big event in any metropolitan area because it's prevalent here and shit happens. I feel safest at Pride. Right. Like, right. Everybody's giving out hugs. Everybody's smiling. They have rainbow on. Free mom hugs. Free dad hugs. Yes. Free auntie hugs. There's, free dog hugs. There's like, titties everywhere because in yeah, Denver you can be Because why with. not? Yes. Exactly. And so I love it there. I think yes. I feel safest there when it comes to any big, huge, you know, events that, you know, you worry about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel safest there. It's embrace almost. It is. And there are even times where I remember growing up, my parents were always like, okay, so we're going to go to Juneteenth, but we're going to leave by noon. What? <laughs> Why? Because right? certain people wake up around noon and they might want stuff. And I've got four little girls oh. and we're going to get the fuck out of here. Um, unfortunately. So as an adult, I mean, I'm still just like, okay, what time is that? Uh, Wait. Uh, let me roll out. I don't yes. I don't know if I have the energy for this. I don't know if I have the time for this. And now that I have all the language and all the understanding, I'm still just like, mm, maybe not. Right. But I don't have that feeling about pride. Right. Mm-hmm. Actually, at Juneteenth this year, there was it, nothing even popped off. It just was a sound that made people think that something had popped off and really? caused a huge yes. rush. Well, it was already on the heels yes. of all the stuff that happened all that time yeah so everyone just naturally went oh no gunshots let's, let's panic mm-hmm. yes let's panic pushed the crowd and people were getting trampled on and i mean people got fell there was blood there was i mean when we were walking back because we were like okay that was enough fun let's go we seen keys and wallets and people just had dropped their stuff because they were in such ran. a panic and ran wow and so even though nothing had happened there's that fear there's that fear yes mm-hmm. and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I tapped out of Juneteenth this year. No shit. I was like, I'm too black for this. <laughs> you want to know what? I'm not going to celebrate a holiday where white people pat themselves on the back for fleeing, for freeing black people when black people free themselves. Mm-hmm. So how about I don't do this? I'll go to Black Arts Festival. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the Black Arts Festival. Also on my birthday weekend. Yes. Um, <laughs> Conveniently, um, I will go to a lot of other things, but I tapped out of Juneteenth because I was like, you know what? Y'all didn't do anything. This mm-hmm. was not about you guys. You were like, oh, yay, we freed the slaves, which was wrong to begin with. Also on on indigenous people's land. Also, like, what about women's rights? Also, we can go through all of it. We can go through all of it, but you don't get to pat yourself on the back this year. Oh shit, I lost my hat. <laughs> I was feeling passionate. So as you should. You don't get to pat yourselves on the back th- on the back this year on my behalf. How about I participate in black capitalism and commercialism when the Black Arts Festival happens mm-hmm. and I will not do this because this is bullshit. I love everything. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I love everything about the holiday i love to see my beautiful black people dancing together and making food and having like textiles and this and that Mm -hmm. all over the place i really do Mm -hmm. i really do but this year in particular i was like you know what you're not gonna get this from me no 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 i'm i'm not gonna do this this year and since i'm a grown-up you get to make your own choices. Right. Because <laughs> usually my parents would just drag me there. Right. And now I'm going to oh, go. Oh, shit. I don't know, right? And uh, I definitely have gone every single year since then, like even through COVID. Is it still going on? Like I'm checking my phone. Like are we still mm-hmm. doing it? Mm-hmm. I'll show up, guys. Right. I believe in black commercialism and I know that money matters. Yes. I know that money matters. I know that when I'm on Amazon Prime, I'm like, no, I understand. I can get RuPaul's Drag Race for free, but I'm also just going to put this money down and buy every single season as it rolls out because 
it goes into the algorithm. Give them my money. Get, take it. Take it. Mm. I get it. We're here. Take it. Um, what's that movie? Out? No. Get nope. out. Get out. Yes. Get out. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. I bought that one as well. I was just like, nope. We're just gonna put this in the pot. Like we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna support. We're gonna support the community. We're gonna come through. Um, but for Juneteenth this year, I had to because I my heart hurt too much. It's like this isn't real. And you get to pick that. You get to make that choice for yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I get to show up when I show up and when I do show up, I show up with bells on. Hell yeah. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so when you made the choice to date this couple, did you think that it would continue all these years later? I don't think I started that relationship with that in mind, but I was very understanding that everything must come to an end at some point. None of us really make it out alive. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Which means everything has to come to an end, an, an end eventually. But I was understanding of the human beings I was dealing with. And I was hoping for the best. Okay. Okay. As we got to know each other through the years, it turned out that we were all correct. So do you practice any form of hierarchy within your polyamory relationships? Um, I try not to. Okay. I have partners who might request it from time to time or question it from Mm. time to time. Like, well, I'm here and he's over there, like on the other side of the country. And I'm like, okay, but you both have date nights. Just because we're on the phone or we're like Netflix watch partying or whatever, that doesn't make one more than the other. We're still like... Dedicating your time. Dedicating Mm -hmm. my time. And time is the only thing you can't get back. Right. Right. So I try not to be hierarchical. I think as I'm progressing in my journey, um, it turns out that future planning is the one that distinguishes the hierarchy. Really? Okay. I'm not sure if that is 100% the case with everybody, but it seems to be a distinguishing factor. Okay. okay? As opposed to like, oh, yeah, we might meet up once or twice a month. You know, we'll, we'll we'll compare notes. I have this one partner. I call him my consigliere <laughs> because he will tell me the truth about myself and he will not lie to me and he will still love me for who I am as a human being. And that does not distinguish any of my other relationships, whether they're in the state of where we're at or in any other state. And it provides me a healthy level of balance. Okay. Do you hope to have a nesting partner at some point or do you like living alone and living that, having that freedom, that unicorn life? Um, here's the thing on a very fundamental level. I understand that it takes less energy to acquire a new person than it does to teach another person who is already informed to do that task. So if it was a purely business standpoint, look, keep your employees happy and then you don't have to spend all this money to recruit a new one. Okay. Okay. So I believe in familiarity. Okay. I took the scenic route. <laughs> I believe oh. in familiarity. Okay. Um, so I, to a certain extent, I would love a nesting partner. Oh. However, not accustomed to sharing my space. I like my closed doors. I... Like occasionally, because it's my space. I will keep things clean for other people and then I will have my own time to me. I schedule out me time in my calendar weekly. Nice. Weekly. Sunday, I'm not Jewish. No disrespect. Sunday is the Sabbath. Okay. I don't need to do anything. I should not be doing chores. I should not be running around too much. I should just have an easy day. That means I can cook. Mm. That means I can craft. That means I can go check out drag brunch up the road. Right. That means I can go lay down and have a picnic in the, in the, in the, in the, in the park. I'm not rushed. I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to go do anything. So I always space out my me time and my chore time throughout the week. So in the end, I am still the priority. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, because it's Sunday, right? Right. It's the end of the week and it's the beginning of the week. I am still the priority. And when I wake up on Monday, I'm like, yesterday, 
I didn't have to wake up and rush. Yesterday, I didn't have to go take care of a whole bunch of chores because I was responsible all week. I've been such a good girl. Good for you. <laughs> Ready to share? Right. Because it's, it's, a it's been a long time that you've lived alone. Yeah. Um, and it's a renegotiation of like, how much do I want to give up? Right. Also, I'm perfectly fine by myself. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I'm an avid reader. I love music. I can make friends anywhere around the world. It turns out I'm super charming. (laughs) And so I wonder about the dynamics of relationships, especially after seeing like my what my parents went through. Mm. My grandparents, all of my adopted parents have all had very long lasting relations like till actual death wow i'm like that sounds great have you met us have you met me like i don't I, i'm not there yet mm. i i honestly think that a condo situation would be best that okay my husband can just live right next door <laughs> he can have his ins and outs I can so be happy. you're open to That's being so married cool, absolutely absolutely okay. mm-hmm. I'm I'm I, I feel like there is okay hold on a second maybe I don't I don't want to well, let's, let's take a couple okay. steps okay. 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 <laughs> back 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 it up um I don't want to get married okay I am happy with different levels of partnerships okay, okay. I enjoy finding out how that manifests without the contract and i feel like the contract is a problem for me in particular really okay How come? It's because it's easy for you to get in it's really hard for you to get out and in the meantime you're just destroying each other and i'm just like guess what we don't have to do that also i don't want to feel like i need this contract to feel like you're not going to leave me oh. i want to know that you're down for me and honestly if i tell you the answer on the contract is no and you hang tight turns out that's actually your ride or die. I, I don't believe in the ride or die method. I'm sorry. Death is the other <laughs> option. <laughs> I will sustain myself. But somebody who isn't focused more on the contract was where I landed. And then I found out, okay, monogamy. Okay, polyamory. Okay, the lifestyle. And I was able to piece these things together. Like, no, I am enough. That's also why I identify as a unicorn. Like, no, I'm here. I make my own rules. I have my own autonomy. And when I'm ready to go, I'm going to leave. And that means that nobody speaks on my behalf. Mm-hmm. And that also gives me a lot of room to negotiate. And if I were to be a fully straight single female, the men would just, you know, beat their chest at each other. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. And also... The winner is not guaranteed. You don't get the prize. You just get to beat each other. Go for it. I'm not here for that. Okay. And so um, once I found ethical non-monogamy, there's my camera, ethical non-monogamy in Colorado, sorry, the state that we're in, um, I found myself more amongst my people who were under more understanding of my terms. I am apprehensive because of my nature. I'm oh, used yeah. to oh, yeah. I'm used to being by myself. I'm used to not having to negotiate or explain myself, which is the thing. Like people talk about dry spells, quote unquote. What's, mm-hmm. what's a dry spell? Like when I decided not to have sex with somebody else or with myself, because those are different levels of how comfortable am I, how happy am I. Mm-hmm. Also, I only a friend of mine told me when your cup is being filled with all the joys of life, you're actually not supposed to give any of that to anybody until it actually starts to overflow. It's like, all right. Oh, okay. I'm so what? I don't want to have sex tonight. Do I owe you that? Like, need that? Can you not get that somewhere else? Like, I'm so accommodating. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to myself, I tend to be a little bit selfish. And okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm not sure if I'm ready. And I'm trying to figure out how to share space because I. So it's a process. Okay. I'm on board for it. Okay. Are you bisexual or how do you identify? Okay. Very much so. Okay. Um, I assumed so because it sounded like you had a relationship with that. The relationship that you have with the couple is with both of them. Mm -hmm. Both of them and also each individual. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, even over the years, it's been like, hey, can you check on it? Can you, can you just like send her a text and check up on her? Or, hey, can you send him a text and check up on him? Because 
I need some point of contact and also probably appreciate a friend. He or she would appreciate a friend. Okay. Oh, wow. Definitely become more of a communal type of friendship. I would never intrude on their relationship. However, hey, just say what's up. Mm -hmm. See what comes out or just make sure they're okay. They would appreciate a check-in. Nice. I, I believe in that. And I don't need to be involved in their relationship in order for that to be the truth of the matter. So the way that you got into being a unicorn is crazy because you've met these people on vacation. No, no, no. I was teaching overseas. Oh, you were teaching there. Okay. So we were in, we were outside of Dubai. Okay. And I didn't know it, but it was pre-summer. They got there before me. They're from Chicago. Oh, so they're American. They're American. Okay. And I'm from here. And so... Over a few months, we started exchanging conversations. I remember this really one really hot opportunity in the elevator. He was like, you know my wife? And I was like, (laughs) there's nobody else in the elevator. I know that. And uh, that's the beginning of all of our stuff. Wow. And it's been like 15, 16 years. I love that. It was very natural. And so once I felt Especially when I was with, like, safe people, mm-hmm. I was able to just be myself and it wasn't a big deal. And then after that, I just, I don't make all the rules in the world. <laughs> I make these rules. So this is what I will accept. This is what I will not accept. This is my level of communication. I will be completely honest with you. I will not make you compete. But you should know that this and this and that. And listen, I'm not trying to intrude on anything. Also, I'm a great wing person. Okay. Okay. I'm a fantastic wing person. I can sell it. So I am happy to be all of these things. In the meantime, provide me with the same and then onward we go. And because I spent so many time so many years country hopping, my relationships were always temporary. Mm-hmm. Everything ends like because I was teaching, so think the end of the school year. Oh yeah. What do you think? Like May? Yeah. June. Right. Memorial Day, give or take. Right? Yeah. So, okay. This is how much time we have. Do you want to spend all this time tripping or you want to have fun? And I just was a no complicated type of person. I came back to Colorado and I found out. (laughs) That think very much like you. Right? But it's awesome the way that you got into being a unicorn because (laughs) unicorns can sometimes get a bad condemnation or. Let me reverse that. It's not that they get it. It's that they often are targets from couples. And so I love how natural and organic that played out for you because frequently we get the complaints Mm -hmm. that there'll be couples that are specifically unicorn hunters. And usually it's the wife pushing like crazy, trying to hook up with the girl and get her to come and, you know, hook up with both of them. And they end up being very objectified. And not feeling like they were part of that relationship mm-hmm. or had a say in anything. And they get treated poorly, honestly. And You're so, no, it's a, it's a it's a refreshing way to hear that they approached you and how it just, you know, on an organic level mm-hmm. grew into what it is now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is now. And it was, it, 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 it is, it is real. Not it was, it is, they're my people. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And... You know, it does take a discerning taste to figure out who's who, but that's not a unicorn magic trick. That's all of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, and I believe that it takes another level of security within yourself to be poly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people look at it as like, oh, you just want to cheat and have an excuse for it to be all right. Oh. Or you just want to fuck, you know, you're just not happy just being able to be with one partner. You want multiple fuck partners. Mm. You don't I mean, understand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you don't understand that it takes a whole nother level of security within yourself to be okay with my uh, a partner of mine having this wonderful relationship that I will never be able to impede on outside of me. Honestly, I I believe in all of it. I mean, it takes if it's supposed to take a village to raise a child, like right. what the fuck are we doing? We have a whole bunch of adults running around willy-nilly pulling off shootings and nonsense. And it's just like, okay, we could just be more understanding. 100%. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all like do your thing. I can do my thing. 
I can have my own thing. And that's also when you asked me about the nesting partner. I was like, no, I believe in familiarity. I like having people who already know who I am, who are intimate with me, who I can keep close. Part of, what's the term? Polycule? Right. Yeah. Um, I love those people. I want to keep them close. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he needs the time. So let's get a duplex, baby. Right. right on. Hey, babe, is that huh. my camera? There let's you get go. a duplex. Or... I think a trend is going now of them having their own rooms. Now there can definitely, that can take a downside. Like we know a lot of people that are unfortunately in monogamous relationships and also dead bedrooms. Oh my God. (laughs) What's a dead bedroom? Where they're not having sex whatsoever. And so, and haven't been for like a long time, a long time. And it can happen frequently when, you know, they decide that I want my own bedroom. Maybe it's a work schedule or, you know, something that, that warrants, yes, yes, something that says, okay, I want my own bedroom, but then that can quickly turn into a dead bedroom situation. Mm -hmm. There's something to be said about having your own space and like, I definitely need my own closet all the time <laughs> but he does too obviously so shake, don't obviously shake no i think i think this is a fantastic idea i think it's a fantastic idea mm-hmm. you have a master bed master and bedroom. then and then from the from there down you like zip it almost almost like a right. zipper and then that's her space that's his mm-hmm. space and you've got right. like you've got a whole bedroom each of you has a right. whole bedroom mm-hmm. for a closet space mm-hmm. right and you Some know what's place- crazy her shit usually flows into mine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh-huh. you uh-huh. let it happen. Oh, shh. You... Oh, I have to. There's nowhere, spoiled. There, there's nowhere else for it to go. You know what? I, I, I endorse this message. <laughs> but there's something to be said about having your own space. Yeah. And I mean, especially like in the lifestyle, we were talking about this before the show. Mm-hmm. You have to have costumes for everything. There's events. You just want to have cute different outfits for your Sunday fun days and your swim pool parties and mm-hmm. your and your Vegas trips it's and true. your Sin City and all of those things. Like you want to have all of the outfits. And so you need the closets. You need the space. Yo, <laughs> I have I have giant Sterilite containers. It, they're labeled right? with... This season, that season, how yep. sparkly, what color. Yeah. And I stack them up. I put them downstairs because I can handle I can handle it. I don't have enough right. space. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the problem. Whereas most of the time to these events, the guys just show up in like sparkly panties. Yeah. Underwear. <laughs> and it's like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so I'm not mad at it. Me either. My the only thing that bugs me is when they leave their socks on. I just can't do it. You've got to take your socks off. Yeah, for it's real. It's weird. If you're going to not have your shoes on, your socks need to be off too. Because I just, I can't fuck you with your socks on. I have strong feelings about the socks on. Do you? Do you? It's mostly because of the dick pics. Because I think dick pics <laughs> are lazy. Right? Because right? yes. they're just from this angle with the tube socks. Right? I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. God. I got dressed up. I put on my lashes. Right? Do you see me? I I, I blew out my hair. And you're <laughs> showing me a tube sock boner? <sighs> Go home. I can't do it with the socks. Mm-hmm. I will I will give, I will write a little number on a post-it note and hold it up to the <laughs> thing. Like, three. Poor lighting. Because, <laughs> why, why are you doing this to yourself? So I understand with the socks oh on, I'm just God. like, you're not even trying right now. You're not even trying. You actually you... send them a rating? Yes. <laughs> Especially if it's unsolicited. Especially I dick pics. love it. If, I'm gonna if start I get doing unsolicited that. dick pics, I will send you a rating. <laughs> I'm what did you, what do you expect? Right? I'm going to start I'm sorry. Do you have right? any idea? It, it, could be, it could be 2 p.m. and I could be in a meeting. It could be... 3 a.m. Really? 3 a.m. and I can't see straight. Why am I getting? Why? Why is your penis in my face right now? Okay. <laughs> is it like that for you too, huh? It. So okay. So I limit myself on social media. Okay. Agreed. Since I'm the same way. Since I've because I don't have the I don't I don't have the bandwidth for it. Mm-hmm. Like I can handle Facebook because it's people that I care about. Maybe not saying things that I care about, but also we plan events there. Okay. Right. Cool. I can take that one. I can take my Instagram most of the time. I love my Snapchat because we can have strange conversations and strange filters and we're right. just making faces, but we actually know each other. Like, I don't have strangers on Snapchat. 
And otherwise, my nope, I will not engage this much. And that means that I get to have a little fun sometimes. Wait, what was the question? I lost the plot. I'm not sure, but I agree with all of that when it comes to social media. Dick pics. Dick pics. Dick pics. Yeah, so they'll pop up, and I'm like, okay, well. That's what happens when we get high, you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We took a little a little break. That's okay. That's okay. Um, anyway, But then yeah. we remember it again, and it, it all stemmed from socks. Cause it all stemmed again. from socks. Yeah. So I'm like, Why are you, what are you doing? We, we got all dressed up. Right? There have been a couple times I pulled stunts at parties. Where it was like, no, we'll put a little bit of thought into it. We'll have some fun. But also, aren't we grown-ups? And aren't there only grown-ups here? And aren't we all here to be... Right. So I will abide by random date flashes and running around and whatever. But the socks... The socks have got to go. They're lazy. Mm -hmm. They're lazy. The only thing worse than socks is there was one guy. Remember that? I I won't name any names, but he would come up to us at the ranch and he would literally have on like dad shoes. I call them dad shoes. Cause they're like the new balance mm. sneakers um, with socks on, but nothing else, just his socks and sneakers. And he would do this like helicopter dick you know. thing. And Oh my God. I, I must've missed this. I was like, does anybody <laughs> claim this guy? Like fuck is this guy? And, He's got a season pass, apparently. And it turned out it was one of our friends' husbands, and I just never <laughs> knew that she was actually married to him. And was, she was standing in the fucking circle, And she circle was standing too. in the circle. God damn it. And I was like, does anybody fucking claim this guy? And she was like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> she really even, was. It would have been she even really funnier. Was. It would have been even funnier. Oh, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's the only thing worse than just socks is socks and dad shoes and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Dog shoes. So, tell us. Something you like, one of your love languages is food. Okay, so my premier love language is food. I can make a solid case for it being its own love language and not as an act of service. Really? Okay. I want to hear this. Thank you. I do. Because when you make food, you put all of your knowledge and all of your feels and all of your history and on all of your balance into it and then you nourish it up and that is separate from an act of service because yeah you can make this for somebody else but guess what everybody eats so it turns out it's just a human language it's the way that we treat ourselves and we treat ourselves mm-hmm. is that gorgeous and so once you find out what you're doing and you're able to play around in the kitchen that is its own language mm. i i mm, I hope I've convinced you. I hope I've convinced you and you and you and you. Uh-huh. And you. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Food is its own language. Well, okay. and I love that you can take something that you love so much and turn it into an absolutely brilliant business. Oh, right. Like, you got to tell us about your business. You got to plug yourself shamelessly. Do uh-huh. it. Shameless Do it. plug now. Do you know Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay, so I've got the names, but it's not launched. Okay. Okay. I've got Travel by Taste Bud, mm-hmm. and I've got Where Craving Meets Satisfaction. And okay. I'm here for the second one. There you go. Put that meat in my mouth. There you go. <laughs> like, what are you craving? And I mean, I really feel like it could be a, a a Vegas type of game. Like, this is what I'm craving. Bomb. And then you pick your acidity level and your spice level and your medium. And then there you go. Like, oh. That that's, mm. the, that's the end vision. I don't know how to get there yet. I have a lot of knowledge. And so I've been using them as my hubs to just hold my information. I can also makeup food trucks and launch cooking books in the meantime also a youtube channel so i'm on nice that path you might see me back i mean that face right there looks like it's craving satisfaction so yes you tell me absolutely (laughs) absolutely so don't you also tell a story when you do your dinner parties i i have been known to do that yes and they play a game right it's like a whole like your dinner parties are not just food Right? So it's an experience. Right? My dinner parties are never just food. They always end though exactly where I intend for you to land, where there's sorbet or gelato of some sort. I have a impressive collection. But what I'll do is we'll be in the kitchen. Okay, who wants to help? Who wants to watch? Okay, you take notes and we'll chop it up literally and figuratively. And then I'll taste as we go. 
and I might let one person taste it, and then I'll taste it, and I'll go, hold on. I'll adjust it, and I'll let another person taste it. Okay, hold on. Add some, like, lemon juice or something, because adjust the acidity. And then I'll taste it last time. Okay, we're ready. We'll have a whole spread, and there are dancing taste buds Ooh. all around. I, I only tend to hold smaller parties because my bachelorette party, my bachelorette pad, excuse me, at the moment is mm, six to eight. Okay. Okay. People. It's not it's not that big. It's super cute, but it's also that also makes it intimate. Like, okay, we're gonna taste all this and we're gonna have a great time. What do you think? Too little salt? Too much salt. Okay. Lemon juice? No lemon juice? What about this? What about that? Also, have you pet my cat? Have you have you greeted the pussy at the door? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's pussy on the table. Mm. If the uh, cat's on the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll do all of that and then we'll have our fantastic meal. Usually they don't know that I'm experimenting. I okay. It afterwards, I'm like, okay, so I've never made this before. I got the skeleton off the internet, and also I have a strong opinion about this and this and that, and I know all of your dietary restrictions, and guess what? What do you think? And they're just like, oh. <laughs> My mouth just came. Mm. And so I've really had a lot of fun doing that. Turns out my friends and family are okay with me testing on them. Okay. Culinarily. Okay. Because I'm not asking to be a surgeon. Just asking to make them food. So they will just eat it. Is it just like a one course thing or is it like multiple courses that you do? Yes. Okay. I can. Sometimes yes. Sometimes no, depending on the cuisine and depending on the people present. Right? So if we're talking gluten, breads, cheeses, whatever, salads even, I'll keep that in the front. Oh, no. Sorry. I usually put that in the back. I'll put something light on the front and then the meat and the heavier stuff, whether it's a substitute or not, which I have feelings about that, but fine. I can accommodate so many things. Make what you need, baby. It'll mm. be so oh. delicious. The, per- the like My favorite aunt kept me in the kitchen. With oh. oh, wow. And so I equate love with food. Okay. Just, okay. Not in a bad way, but in a like, okay, tell me what you need. Like the way a bartender is like, what are you feeling? Like, okay. I want wine. I want beer. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm feeling acidic. I don't know. How about something sweet? How about just a shot? Like, but that's the way my aunt approached being in the kitchen. Mm. And so when I think of my relationship with food, I think of very healthy balances. I think of what feels good at the moment. If I need something warm and spicy because it's winter and it's, color, and it's Colorado or it's the, dead, it's the middle of a snowstorm. It actually doesn't matter where you're at. What's comfort food? Do you need... Uh, like a meatloaf? Meatloaf sounds good. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I could get down some meatloaf. Okay. I mean, we could do a ziti, which has some gluten in it. Like, who's down for gluten? Maybe. Yes. No. Today. Tomorrow. Okay. Whatever. And then you just like roll through what feels warm and happy for you. Okay. I love making tagines. I think okay. You try a tagine. I gotta tell you, my relationship with food has completely changed. It has. Like I. You know, I told, I shared with you that I grew up in Italy, and and so food was always viewed, I think, also as a reward in my household. Mm-hmm. So you know, oh, you did great. Let's go out to have a dinner to celebrate. Oh, you mm. know, let's get you ice cream. Let's you know have cake. Let's and so it was a reward system for me. And now I've completely changed it around, where I'm more focused on the energy that I derive from it and how it makes me feel. And so I've completely cut out everything but meat. I'm full carnivore now. And I feel the best that I've ever felt. But it can get boring. I'm not going to lie. Because we we went from all the meats when we first mm-hmm. started to now that I've cleaned up my system so much, I recognize that if I eat that sausage or that hot link, which phallic shaped meats were always my favorite thing I in know. the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Bratwurst. <laughs> Bratwurst, all the things. <laughs> Italian sausage, you know, all the all the meats. Um, but it affects me now. So I can't like it'll close my throat. So funny story. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Tell me. I'm ready. Uh-huh. After I cut out gluten and cleaned up my diet so much, um, there would be things that I would try to eat and I would taste them and I would have reactions. And one time we were up the hill 
So at the Monarch Casino. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we went to the only store in town at that time in Central City. And it's like a secondhand store with just tons of housewares and things Antiques. like that. Antiques. As yeah. one does. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know the shop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And they had this stuff called crack crackle corn or crack corn. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like big corn pops. You know the cereal? Yeah. Corn pops. But yeah. it's gigantic ones. Mm-hmm. And so this Puff guy. Corn. Oh puffed yeah, corn. sweet, pu- sweet and puffed corn. Yeah, fucking give me some. This guy, anything sweet. He's got like <laughs> a some. whole mouthful of sweet teeth. So he he buys a bag, and we have friends with us, and they buy a bag, and we go back to the hotel, and he's like, "I've got to eat this pop, you know, puffed corn. I can't wait." And you know, our dinner reservations were for, like in three or four hours. Yeah, or some he's like, "I can't I'm wait. I'm gonna open this. it. I gotta try this." And so mm-hmm. I take, yes, mm-hmm. I take a couple of them. And I'm like, oh, those are those are really good. But I almost instantly start itching. Like her hands. My hands are itching. Like I'm itching on my face. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm realizing that I'm having some sort of allergic reaction. It's so bad that I literally sit on my hands and I'm like, okay, I've got to, you know, just take a break and I can't eat that. And he's like, well, no problem. I got this. I'll finish the bag for us. And I'm like, okay. And then he proceeds to not only finish our bag, but also have some of his friends. And so but I mean, they you know, tank it. We tanked it all. Yeah. It was okay. We just didn't want to keep it. Right. We, maybe just you. Right. No, <laughs> fuck no. She had a handful. Right. It was, it was me and somebody else okay. and her. <laughs> there, 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 there was assistance, Your mm-hmm. Honor. Yeah, right? absolutely. It was, I definitely had cohorts. Mm-hmm. So flash Not forward. Yes. Eight hours. Twelve 10 hours. Twelve hours later. Because this is like. It was a, like two in the morning. Yeah. And we, we get done gambling. We're going back up to the room. We're having, you know, our sexy time. And we have this room with this huge jet tub. And so I'm in the tub. He's, we're, we're playing water games of all sorts. <laughs> and then he starts fucking me in my, fucking my mouth. And I'm like, oh, this is one of those nights that you're going to finish like in my mouth. Let's do it. And I'm like going full force. He comes and almost instantly I feel my throat start to close. And I needed a fucking EpiPen. Like I'm having an allergic reaction and Uh, I've never needed an EpiPen in my life. I've never had like any sort of allergic reaction. Like the most I get is, you know, I itch if I have a tomato or something that has something that I'm allergic to, lectins or something like that. I itch. Oh, no. But this this was like this was like full on like fucking the death of her. This was poisoning her. So I'm panicking because I'm like, I can't even remember what hotel room number I'm in. And we're going to have to call 911 and like, I can't breathe. And so I'm panicking. And he luckily busts open a, I I call, I call Kenji my man scout because he's like always prepared. Oh, you got to be always prepared. Always (laughs) prepared for that shit. Absolutely. No, always prepared for anything. Absolutely. Like, no, Thank serious. You. No, no, I am serious. Also that <laughs> he like, is serious. That way. They're like, say, I, I need something. I'm like, mm, I probably got that in my I bag. Right. Give me that Hold shit. On. Yep. Give me just, just a Strapped. second. Give me, yep. Ready. I got this. So he busts open a liquid Benadryl capsule that we had and he sticks it in my throat and he, and he starts swirling it around my throat and I start drinking water and just trying to get the, the swelling to go down and it does. But that's my thousand ways to die story. She did like this. I almost this. got killed by cum. She did like this. <laughs> she said, oh, that shit was so hot. Babe. <clears throat> Babe. <gasps> Babe. It, and I knew what it was. Like, we had to, I had totally fuck? forgotten that he had even eaten that. It never even yes. crossed my mind that something he ingested could show up in his cum and I could have an allergic reaction to 12 it. hours later, 12 hours later, like, but it tasted so sweet. It tasted just like the crack corn. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's what did it to me. He tried we, to kill. I fucking ran back and I, I like looked at the, like the bag or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. it was like some nitrates or something. And it was like oh, this, 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 this. And like the only reason why we got it too, cause it was like gluten-free. No ball. <laughs> it was. Bet. That's us. <laughs> like, oh what God. the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's wow. my mm-hmm. food the- slash come almost killed me story. <laughs> Thousand and one ways to die. So do you cook for people that you don't love? Absolutely not. Okay. So it's a very personal thing for you. Yeah. 
Um, you can come into my kitchen. I can show you around. Food is love. Also, we can taste and try and try and taste. It's meant to be a complete conversation, not just eat this. You get what you get. Like that's 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 not the conversation mm -hmm. I have in my kitchen. So. Yeah, um, I like to rebalance as we go. Sometimes people will find themselves like full, but that's because, okay, wait, do we need more salt? Do we need more pepper? Do we need more lemon? Okay, and then I'll pull out my salt, acid, fat, and heat book. Have you seen that cook? No. no. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Salt, acid, heat, and what did I say? Fat. Fat. So as you balance those, you find what you want to make throughout literally anything. Um, in the physical <clears throat> book, it will draw you maps along each of those elements. Okay. Because that's how you balance things. And also with, um, sorry, maps, yes, wheels. Okay. That will help you fit together like, okay, I'm feeling citrusy, but also I want some yogurt. And it'll piece together what perhaps you should look up. Oh, and wow. when it comes to cooking... I mean, all you really need is an ID, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's your skeleton. Okay, come on, internet. Right. Mm -hmm. Hook me up. And you can come up with a lot of ideas. You can watch videos until you feel judgy or until you're like, you find that one flavor. You're like, that's exactly what I want. Do I have any rosemary? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you just get into your kitchen and you start to feel like a savvy motherfucker. Right. Every single time you pull it off. And then other people will be like, I didn't know you could cook like this. And you're like, neither did I. <laughs> 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 wow. So, so is, it's your love. It's my love. Is there a place where somebody can book with you to hmm. come to one of your parties? Not yet, but I bet if enough interest in the comments, I would be able to. Okay. Okay. That's okay. good to know. It's a work in progress, but summer has been a lot. Oh, I believe it. Mm -hmm. And so my progression kind of leans me into the fall as the temperature cools down. I find myself more indoors. And then also I go into hibernation mode of project time. I don't want to go into winter depression. So mm. I do projects. Okay. And I'm working on book the first of it. Those would not start until after Halloween. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. November, so November, huh? Yeah. Because okay. I'm not going to compete with all of these events out there. Also, I'm providing dinner in a show. We can work it out. We get all the costuming out of the way. And okay. for that matter, if you hit me up, we can hang out and do costuming as well. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, no. I have some great ideas for this. Really? Oh, yes. Ooh, okay. I think they're cute. I mean, yes. Absolutely. So we'll see. So that's where the business is heading. But mm -hmm. where do you think you're heading? Where do you see Jamila in 10 years? Like in terms of your relationships? Hell, how about five? Yeah. Five to ten years. I believe I will find myself very secure in the relationships that I feel stand strong at this moment. I believe that I will find myself more confident in my choice of human beings and the way I spend my time over the next decade, five years, tomorrow. I see myself being the part of myself that is ready for the next thing, and also, like, so loving, like, so beloved. I want to feel at ease, and I want to feel beloved, and 10 years, 5 years, tomorrow, that's where I want to be. Oh. Okay. I love that. Okay. Jamila, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you. We appreciate thank you. Thank you for sharing your story because it's hard to find those positive unicorn stories because, like I said, we've run into a lot of unicorns that have had just terrible luck within the lifestyle and have felt really used and have had to then step back and and take some time to work on themselves and mm -hmm. and it's just amazing that you you were able to foster such stable loving relationships i wasn't lucky i learned balance that's mm. that should be it for everybody but apparently unicorns are only allowed to be autonomous and are only allowed to have that balance that they decide they construct within themselves like i manifest it like no this is this is what i need this is what i don't need and then i proceed thusly and it turns out things can possibly be okay can things go awry absolutely that might be for another episode mm -hmm. and that's totally fine but in the meantime 
Where do I see my fi myself in five to ten years? Dancing amongst the stars. Ah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Jamila. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. Oh, we, my God. We love hearing everybody's story. It's just, I hope you got something out of this. I hope you were able to learn something that made life better for you guys. Right. Um, that's what we're here for. We want you to be successful in your relationships, not only with other people, but also with yourself. And I think Jamila has an amazing relationship with herself. Right. The most important one. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. you find your balance. There you go. There you go. Time is the only thing you can't get back. That's right. right. Exactly. You can't that get it back. Right. You can't make it. You can't buy it. You can't barter. No. Use it wisely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Self-care. 100%. Okay. I'm the queen of self-care. <laughs> yes. My life is self-care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know this message. <laughs> it's just, we love you. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Please go to YouTube and subscribe to us. We're trying to grow our audience there. And also Twitter. Please go to yes. our, over to our Twitter. Twitter. TikTok. We don't get banned for talking about sex and things like that on Twitter. What? I've been holding back this entire time? Right. Mm -hmm. X. Sorry. X. X. Now mm -hmm. it's X. No. Nope. His mama named him Twitter. I'm a Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm I'm a diehard Twitter uh -huh. Twitter fan too. I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to get used to just calling it X. But go over there, check us out. We love you All guys. All of it. All of socials. Bye ishes. Mm -hmm. Bye ishes.